Welcome, Welcome to, to Two Non Geminis. I'm your host Lucia, and I'm your host Caroline. And this is your guest Meg, sponsored, sponsored by, by <laughs> Zevia. Zevia. I think I opened it too soon. It's okay. We didn't really tell you what to do. <laughs> we did it wrong too. Mm-hmm. We're at a practice. <sighs> That's everyone taking a sip. Oh, this is good. Isn't it good? Yeah, I've never had this. It's before. sweetened by Stevia. <laughs> so today on the podcast, we have my sister, um, Margaret Sophia Whalen, which does mean Pearl of Wisdom Whalen. Aw, my com- confirmation name is Margaret. Mine's Anastasia. <laughs> Why is it Anastasia? Because it's my favorite movie. <laughs> That was a, an amazing movie. It is. I love the Once Upon a December song because mm-hmm. I was born in December. So, Meg, what do you have to say? <laughs> no, uh, come on. No. Nurture our guest. <laughs> Meg, say something. I feel like you're not swaddling me for the appropriate amount of time. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, my, um, my mom just, uh, oh. Oh, crap. Oh, stop. Okay. We had an error while sinking, but we're back. Okay. So uh, Meg just brought us to our first topic. Mm. Bing, 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 bing mm-hmm. of the pod because my mom just told me that the reason why my little brother is better uh, at life than the rest <laughs> of us is because he was swaddled for longer because he had a baby nurse. Meg had... Um Meg had a special caregiver, and I she made everyone chew like Heelys, but specifically you, and I do feel like that's why you are pre-med now. Yeah, and um, so... And I'm a brunch <clears throat> bartender. So <laughs> Honestly, I'm jealous of the bartending. Yeah, that no, so actually, fun. I'm excited to go. I'm going to visit you. I know you're excited. Uh, here's also something I wanted to say while we're on the topic of Meg being our guest. Meg is our guest today, and here's the thing. <laughs> Meg Can I call has you Megalodon. I yeah, people call me that. Meg, I mean, like one person calls me that. Yeah. Meg has a lot oh. of followers on Instagram, which is one of the main reasons I wanted to have you on. Is I do feel like you'll promote this um, because one of the main issues facing our podcast is that Caroline refuses <laughs> to promote this or tell anyone that she has a podcast. I'll 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 post the heck out of this. I'm really carrying this podcast on my shoulders and no, it's we- weighing me down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have great posture, so. I feel like Thank the tides you. have turned though because I'm like let's let's record the pod and you're like oh gosh I have to go to India and I have to go to uh where's where am I going? <laughs> I have to go to the suburbs. <laughs> Even though I, I live there every day. I'm sorry, I have to go to the suburbs. I can't record the pod. <laughs> That's a made up one. That you I have to go to the up. comedy bar for the open mic that I didn't get on last night. Huh. Mike, don't say on me like that. I'm your elder. <laughs> All right, we've we've covered a lot so far. <laughs> we kind of we kind of show don't tell just by speaking about like inside information. Inside information that we talked like, about right before we started recording. Oh, look, we have a new uh, so Car- we have a new comment from Mommy's favorite. So book. we're currently live streaming the podcast, and um, it's really far away. So <laughs> Caroline's gonna have to continually get up and down. <laughs> what did he say? He said, "And turn the audio off." 
He said, okay, so we have one listener right now. <laughs> that's we ha- a, that's <clears throat> one way to tell you that this podcast is... <laughs> oh, no, he's joking. Oh, um, okay. So we have one <clears throat> listener right now uh, <laughs> under the name Mommy's Favorite Boy um, on Instagram. I won't give his real name Matt out. Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he said, <clears throat> he said, turn uh, the camera towards the wall. And then he said, and turn the audio off. So basically <laughs> wants to shut us down. But he's still viewing. So one of the main themes of this podcast is health and wellness. And uh, and I didn't is really... It, is it actually... Did you just say it is. that right now? It's okay. what it's it called. Is. It's sort of a health, wellness, comedy. I thought you comedy. were a Gemini. No. no you thought I was is. a Gemini? No. Yeah. I thought you said that... All of our friends are. Okay. Meg's a Gemini! Are you a Gemini? a Gemini? I forgot oh, really? the freaking heck out of that. <laughs> Our first Gemini. Our first Gemini. <laughs> no, we had another one. Skylar was. I'm kidding. Oh. No. <laughs> Whatever. You guys are so insane. Um, but Meg's a Gemini, and I think that's one contentious issue at this table right now. Wow, that's interesting. Do you guys have a thing? You've never hinted at Meg being a Gemini. I forgot. You're really? So, yeah. Because I'm so used to it. John, our brother's a cancer. So this is welcome to our mom. <laughs> We're each born exactly five years apart. Born June, July, August. So we so, got all the bases covered. Yeah, so Meg's yeah. a Gemini. John's a cancer. I'm a Virgo. John is very cancerous. <laughs> <laughs> Cancerian. <laughs> he's like he's <laughs> he, has, he has one month yeah. <laughs> um, well I'm sorry to hear that and I hope shout out to John Minor OO <laughs> well you remembered it yeah yeah, take a I sip. I was swaddled a, a little bit. Okay, you were swaddled a little bit. My, so I feel I very. You see, drink bottled milk. This is. I like this conversation <laughs> um, about swaddling because I do feel very deprived of touch in general. <laughs> but <laughs> I feel well. I'm very sensitive to touch, and I asked mom if I like was it. I'm like sensitive to touch in an almost traumatized way, and. <laughs> And I, um, and I asked my mom, she's like, no, people held you all the time. And I was like, so now maybe the swaddling thing makes more sense. Yeah. Maybe people held me, but I wasn't swaddled. Caught back with the swaddling. Yeah. Well, it's like, you need to be swaddled by like a constant caregiver, like a reliant caregiver. Mm. So it's like, even if like your brother's caregiver wasn't his mom, just the fact that like there was one person always holding him. How do you know this? Because <laughs> I'm a neuroscience major. Did you talk about this in class? It's attachment you... styles. Wow. Yeah. She, Meg is I have so a smart. fairly insecure attachment style, but um, me too. Me too. I I kind of stuff it down. Oh, I don't. I'm too <laughs> proud to express my insecure attachment style. Is that how you are? Can you define what are yeah. some characteristics of an insecure attachment style, please? Oh, how about so, let's, so uh, oh, also Meg is pre-med neuroscience oh. major. So let's have her define some of this stuff for us. Uh, well, that's Meg, cool. I, I, I was a psychologist, so not neuroscience, but I did study some neuroscience. So we can I really like neuroscience. Well, I'm reading all about psychology stuff right now. So I can you explain attachment those. styles? I think that's, people may really identify with this. Yeah. Because everyone, I think, is insecure. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, there's... <laughs> There's secure, uh, disorganized, 
mm. um, anxious slash ambivalent, and then avoidant. So there's like four attachment styles. I identify with all of those. <laughs> You're anxious avoidant. Oh, wow. What's no, that? that's not. What's that? That's not one. You're avoidant. Avoid. I think you might be avoidant. Oh, so it's like what's if, that? Define it. Well, it all has to do with like how your caregiver was. When mm. you like, but just with romantic, I think. Oh, I avoid you. Well, that, I mean that. It, I mean your attachment styles. How then you form like the attachment that you formed to your caregiver when you were younger defines how you form your attach like your relationships like later in life. But that's so weird because I'm with all fr- with friends. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we got a new caller. <laughs> Every time we start getting somewhere, oh Sharon's home, Sharon. Yeah, that's well. That's just what happens. Like is we start getting something deep, and then a burp comes out. That's called the Zevia effect. So, um, but but is what I was way, saying is, is there a way to send Lucia back <laughs> to attachment style? Yeah, to attachment school. <laughs> well, it's, it's like, like once you know your attachment Velcro style, school, it's like, if you will. It's like, it's like finishing school, except someone holds you the whole time. <laughs> it's just it's just a wall with like with like the the that blue sticky stuff or or velcro yeah. or like and you throw yourself and you against the wall. Yourself at the wall just <laughs> well here's here's what i was saying is it's weird because with friendships i'm very codependent like i i'm super close with friends but with intimacy i'm very avoidant so what's that mean you might be ambivalent what's you that you might be disorganized but i'm hesitant to say that because usually usually disorganized is like can you define all of these abusive so what's well (laughs) we were we came from an emotionally abusive household (laughs) yeah let's put that on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) we did not come from an emotionally abusive household yes we did just (laughs) to clarify that for (laughs) caroline yes we did No, okay, okay. Can so you, you define these? You're throwing them around. Sure, maybe it was a little emotionally abusive. I don't think, I, thank you. I don't yeah. think anybody has a non-emotionally abusive. Yeah, I think that's a normal part of growing childhood. up. But, yeah. it's. I think most of our issues came from our parents getting divorced. Oh, uh, that's interesting, yeah. <laughs> it's true. But, man, can you please define these freaking <laughs> terms? And then I think we should go into who, which parent likes who more and, and what that means. I, that, I've been, I know I'm harboring that at the back of my head. No. But first I want to... Literally, do- when Lucia asked me to come on this podcast, I was thinking, I was like, I know we're going to talk about our mom, and I know she's, that mom's going to listen be listening. to it. And Caroline's dad listens, and our mom listens, and yeah. that's our two viewers. Mom's yeah. going to be so mad. Mom, I love you. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so secure attachment style is basically like you had a constant, reliable caregiver. And it's not necessarily like the caregiver's fault if they weren't there. Like for like I think a lot of people form anxious <laughs> or <laughs> avoiding attachments because like their parents have to like work so they can't right. be there all the time. So it's like your caregiver is constantly changing or just like the response that your caregiver was giving you like wasn't always the same thing. So secure ones tend to you know, be like your caregivers. They tend always, to like go to University of they Chicago. Tend to, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> they tend to like they're they're usually they're always there. They're always responsive. They always give like the same response, um, and like they tend to your needs. Like all your needs are met when you're younger. You're if you're avoidant, it means that like your primary caregiver when you were younger wasn't 
um, was kind of wasn't like ignoring your needs in like a healthy way, but it's kind of like, you know how they debate about like if a kid is screaming when they're younger, She'd leave them. Yeah. Inconsistent. <laughs> like, well, it's not in- inconsistent. It's just like your caregiver was just like kind of like more like emotionally like pulled back. Like mm. they're not always meeting your needs. Like most of the time they're not meeting your needs. Like if you're like crying or something, they're not like tending to you. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> And then you tend to form more of an avoidant style, which means that, like, you're not open if someone shows you, like, Uh, affection. Like, you pull back. Like, you think it's kind of gross. Yeah. Um, And then anxious, ambivalent. It's called ambivalent, but it also tends to be called anxious. So it's just, like, used, like, side by side. It is when you have a really, like, your caretaker is, like, really inconsistent. So, like, sometimes Mm -hmm. they're meeting your needs. Sometimes they're not. And you, like, never know what to expect. And you never know kind of how to, like, reciprocate. Mm Mm-hmm. That, like, when you're younger, like, you you just basically don't know what to mm-hmm. expect. So it just tends to be, like, in your relationships when you're older, like, you are, like, really anxious about the relationship all the time. And, like, you don't know whether they're going to show you affection or not. Just, like, mm-hmm. because, like, when you were younger, like, you don't. Like, even if the person is, like, very secure, like, you tend to question, like, your relationship all the time. Yeah. And then disorganized is just, like, you don't show any consistent attachment style. And that just... The tends to be like a sign of like abusive households, like actually abusive households. Yeah. The disorganized just, one? Yeah. Like trauma. It's yeah, it tends to be like really traumatic situations when you're younger and you just like never know how to respond to affection or be in relationships. You're so smart, Meg. She I, isn't she I so it. smart. Here's something I'm thinking about is <laughs> I like, ta- I talk about this with like everyone too. It's so I think interesting. it's really interesting. It affects yeah. everyone. Yeah. It but, affects everyone and I think like once you know what your attachment style is, then you can do the work to like, you can heal it. Yeah. Well, something I'm thinking about is like, so modern parenting, usually both parents are working unless you have a stay at home parent. But if you think about like caveman times, moms were always freaking holding their (coughs) babies. Like, well, yeah, it was super secure. Exactly. (laughs) So they were super secure, but now it's like, yeah. You start working. I, just saw, I saw a mom walking with her baby like swaddled on her back and I was like Oh, I love papoose. Yeah. I was like, Oh, that's probably hard, but also it's like th- wow, that's kinda cool it's for the kids. Natural. Yeah. I think with all these <coughs> you- God damn it, Lucia. <laughs> no, I think with all these you have to take them with a grain of salt though, because it's like yeah. your mom saying that your brother is like more successful it's just like he's like more successful in like a classical sense so it's like secure oh yeah i was the one who said he's more successful oh, okay. <laughs> you're, you're more su- you're more successful with a podcast <laughs> right 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 well it's just like all of the things in psychology or like neuroscience that we decide are like normal or secure it's just because they fit into what fits in like right like Mero. i have Society. adhd and that's going for me so i can think creatively about um, yeah are you diagnosed adhd yeah did you ever take it back when it was? She's ADD. the only one at this table who's diagnosed. Meg, I <laughs> I've been diagnosed by my stepmom, <laughs> who was a doctor in Columbia, who also said that I um, am an actor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I be an actor. You are. Yeah, you should be. Mm-hmm. You should have accepted mommy's best friend, favorite boy, favorite boy. Oh, Should've it looks like we have something oh, new. Caroline oh, needs to go so. check our live stream now. No, that was still since her, uh, came in. No, check again. I, see. I think I'm going to go I check. I see that part. I can't tell if the mic is picking up me drinking. Should we pause drinking. it and check? No. Lucia, you're going to see that Sansara joined the chat. Yeah, we've got no listeners right now. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, we're back. Uh, we just took a quick break to check our live stream. And uh, is that right? Is it going? Is that how it usually looks? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, as many of you know, we don't edit this podcast. <laughs> and uh, so we just sort of edit as we go. Uh, so Meg, tell us what you're looking at now. <laughs> There's this... Caroline had this. It was... And I have it too. It's like this app <coughs> called... God damn it, Lucia. <laughs> it's this app called CoStar, and it's basically like social media for astrology. I love it. And it sends you notifications every day, and Caroline says she didn't turn on the notifications, but I keep them on, and they make me really defensive, but they're also like really funny, and the one that I got today was um, ask people how they avoid becoming dead inside. Mm. This is coming from my astrology app. Oh, how do well, you guys do it? We do it by taking walks. <laughs> by taking walks. Oh, we've talked about well a few things um, by podcasting, and uh, that's it. Uh, actually, gardening. Today, I, gar- I got out and I gardened for a long time, and it's like the best therapy in the world. Wow, that it literally feels nice. like th- and meditation, gardening, walking, I make meditation, a point, I make a point to comedy, laugh. Com- laughing. Yeah. Laughing is the actually one thing. Yeah. If I go a day without laughing, by the end of the day, I feel dead inside. It's like a day without breathing. It is. It truly is. Isn't that like a quote? Uh, yes. Um, cool. Well, how do you do it, Meg? I don't know. That's I feel I'm like my co-star said, said I apparently need to ask you guys. I think you were sent to hang out with us because that's literally all we think that's about. That's all we think about <laughs> is how not to feel dead inside. How to serve myself how to serve myself above all else. My one um. yesterday was like, <laughs> don't indulge in your own emotions today. And yeah. I was feeling like... It was a full moon. So that was some mm. advice. I was feeling pissy yesterday and I saw it and I got even more pissed off because I was like, what is it trying to say? I was like, I indulge in my emotions? It was so interesting because yesterday I had a really bad headache and um, it was the full moon and I felt like I should go home and get sleep. And then I didn't and I stayed out and I went to comedy bar and I you were had trying a really to... bad experience. And then on my way, I was like, I should have gone home. And yeah. Full moons are the one day where I'm like, I should just go home. Yeah. I should go to bed. Yeah. Because I've been having some crazy freaking dreams lately. I had last I had night. Did you have more crazy last Yeah. Night? So, so did I. I had like an, a dream where I was trying to escape and I was getting chased. And I had a, I had a dream that I, um, I was trying to do comedy and my old math teacher uh, was trying to coach a lacrosse game during my set <laughs> and everyone was <laughs> running back and forth and it ended up being bad. And then I had to... Even though... Even though... Even though I've a been lacrosse having, game going I've on? been having some uh, anxiety dreams about comedy. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I think because of this week of shows. Do you guys mm. have a nightmare from like when you were little that you remember? remember? I had I had recurring dreams. I had um, from when I was like before. I had the same like dreams all the time. I had this one <coughs> dream that was just shapes and tires bouncing around. And I just remember like the imagery because I had it hmm. like recurring. And then like I had one that was... Uh, me going outside and like in our little uh, cul-de-sac and <laughs> hopping on a wagon and kind of like riding down the street and then riding like through the town like really fast in the night time and that was just kind of like I don't know because I couldn't really like I think it was like I couldn't really play with like the big kids because I was too little so I would like dream that I was like riding in like the little wagons huh. Um, sorry, I have another one. 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, There was one where I would like, there would be an intruder in our house. Ooh, that's scary. um, So I would be the only one who could like, like the intruder didn't see me and I could like see them him with like my whole family in the oh kitchen. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then I I could like and then I was like, oh my god! Like I wonder what's gonna happen. So then I'd sneak out of the house and like run along the treetops, and then like he'd start chasing after me, and and like I'd never dream long That's enough so to scary. see to see what happened. But he had like a braid. <laughs> Uh, that is scary. <laughs> he had a freaking braid. Yeah. There's only one dream I really remember, and it was okay. Meg, you'll remember the orientation of this room, the middle room when I lived in there. Uh, my bed, my the head of the bed was to where the window is of the the wall with the closet, and I had this dream that I punched through the wall and a squirrel bit my hand (laughs) (laughs) and it hurt in the dream like it really hurt and I woke up and was like what it was so scary that there was like this feral squirrel after me but now that we're on the topic I'm waiting for Caroline to interpret a dream I had two nights ago with you that we were trapping (laughs) snakes at mom's house and (laughs) and there were there was one little skinny snake that was sparkly pink and you killed it. You killed the one right before that. And I was like, okay, we can handle this. I killed the sparkly. No, no, the there were, you one? killed one. And then the sparkly one came in and I was like, okay, we can handle the skinny one. But I was really scared of like a big cobra coming in. And we had this whole guide of all these snakes that we had to catch in the house. <laughs> and we were trying to trap it in the doors, but it's a metaphor for feminism. Yeah. We really. had to kill the Oh, and sexuality. Snakes yeah. Represent- this is, this is fertility and stuff. Oh, so really? we were why, so we were trying to trap the snakes in mom's house, freaking out about fertility. You described That's you described you were like you were trapping snakes and there was a skinny sparkly pink one. Yeah, which. Yeah, that is that's like femininity. That's like super did, feminine. Did someone, yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's just like yeah. But so what happened to it? Um, did I kill it? No, you didn't did kill I that one. No, we uh, we were like trapping that one within doors. I wasn't scared of that one, but I was scared of a big cobra. What is a cobra? What was that? Oh, uh, that's big honking female energy. <laughs> <laughs> that's BFE. BFE. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, a cobra seems like more danger. Yeah. I don't know. It could be uh, it could be endometriosis or something. Yeah. Stop. <gasps> Meg, Stop. No, Meg thinks she has endo. Really? No, I went, I, <laughs> I, I don't think I have it anymore. I'm a hypochondriac. You are, <laughs> but so am I. And I, yeah, the problem with my, I'm really lucky to have my internship, but the problem with it is that I have too much time to think while I'm doing stuff. Which means that I just diagnosed myself with diseases oh, that I, I love don't that. have. Yeah. Uh, last year I thought I had MS. It was just a yeah. We remember we tweeted about it. <laughs> um, no, so I was convinced I had endometriosis, but I talked to my doctor about it, and she was like, "No, you don't." And I was like, "Cool." Yeah. Well, she told me to get like a pelvic un- ultrasound or something like that. You should. You should get an ultrasound. Uh, it's, it's like if she didn't just to see, see what's going on. She didn't see anything like Ch- it's super nice. messed up. You should check wanna... to see though, you in case you have cysts. Are you having amenorrhea? What's that? No, she freaking bleeds. 
Stop. Okay. Okay. New topic. No, her and my mom, they like bleed like no one's business. Okay. Tell me more. All right. Okay. Go on. New topic. And me, I have to be like, no, no, no. <laughs> to be like, hello, remember? <laughs> Is that remember on? you got a job to do? My my uterus is just like me. It's freaking lazy as heck. <laughs> it's like you have one thing to do here in this existence. Um has anyone seen the movie The Meg? No. Is that about my sister? It. It's I about saw, a shark. Yeah. And Jason I watched Statham's it. in it. Oh. I watched it uh fairly recently and it was very late at night and I was with my family and um it, it got to the point where I was like, oh, it's starting again. Like, and, and for like 10 minutes, I thought I was watching them, the beginning of the movie and that, that, that was a movie marathon, but then it was the end of the movie and I was like, wow, I have no idea. Wow. Like I was so not emotionally invested in the movie and it was just kind of like rude. Wow. <laughs> there, there was obviously no character de- development in the shark, namely. <coughs> Um, he was behaving the same way throughout, which was a major plot hole. Um, so anyway, so, um, Meg, actually, now that I have you here, I had another dream. My first night in India, I had a dream that you, me and John were working at Axiom, which is our mom's office. And John like decided to move to California and I, and then you, so did you, so did you. And then I was like pissed cause I felt like you guys abandoned me and I had to stay there working <gasps> with mom. And, and I saw you and I saw you on the street and you were asking me something and I went, oh, I'm going to say the F word, FYI. And I said, fuck you really angry <laughs> you and then walked away. On the pod. I said, I'm going to say a bad word. That's just your insecure attachment style. Yeah. I felt like you abandoned me. That is like insecure attachment styles. Like you feel like you you're gonna get abandoned. I definitely have an insecure attachment style. I do feel like and you I, abandoned I'm me. I'm aware of it, but I feel like you abandoned me to go to college. You abandoned me to go to college. <gasps> I, I don't understand what this dream is because both you and John went to the West Coast. But then I came back. You're projecting. I came back. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you have recurring dreams? You were asking about it. Oh, I. They weren't, like, recurring. I have some that I, like, remember. The first, the earliest nightmare that I can remember, though, is a cat killing me. Wow. A cat, like, cutting off my hands. with What? (laughs) Really? I feel like I've definitely told you about this before. Um, No, and it was at, do you remember Ziggy? Yeah. It was at Ziggy. We had, like, this, our mom had, like, this friend who lived in, like, the middle of the wooded suburbs. In Roselle, Illinois. Yeah, and they had, in my dream, like, I found this room that was like made all of glass and it had a hot tub and I like was really excited first of all because I was wearing like Lucia's swimsuit that I had stolen from her so I was like excited that I was wearing it I would and so be then too. I went, yeah <laughs> and then I went to the hot tub and then there was like a cat in there and it was almost like an orange version of like the Cheshire cat from Oh, that's scary. Yeah, and he Alice was like started talking to me, and then he pulled out a ruler, and he was like, "Let me see your hands." And then he cut off my. That's hands. so <gasps> scary. <gasps> well, and you're Virgo, and that's that's ruled by the hands. So Is he it? was cutting off your sister because she moved <sighs> to California meanly. No, you abandoned I, her. You I abandoned moved me. to California. <laughs> oh my god, you totally. I moved to Washington. <laughs> <sighs> Speaking of Ziggy's house. <laughs> Uh, that's where I became obsessed with Britney Spears and learned very unhealthy um, fe- female ideals. Because of Monica. Monica. 
forgot you learned unhealthy female ideals from one specific person (laughs) yeah that's you're so lucky honestly thank you (laughs) thank you um I feel so grateful to be here with both of you. I feel so grateful too. Oh Isn't this God, fun, thank Meg? Thank you for having me. Isn't it a fun pod? Yeah. Are you going to promote it? <laughs> Meg has so many people on Instagram. Wait, Caroline, my phone is saying something. What does it say? Probably a blow battery. Oh, yeah. It's getting. Oh, Caroline's turning on some mood lighting. Storage full. Oh, crap. Yeah, Luke it's. Oh, who? Luke Without Limits. Who's that? Luke. Uh, Taylor. Oh, Luke Without Limits. (laughs) Oh, that's so cool. Um, Okay, so next thing. Next thing. Hmm. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, how many followers do you have on Instagram? Oh, my God. And how did you get so many? She seriously has, like, five million. I have, like... A thousand or something like that. Oh, really? One K? Yeah. I'm sure. I just I just broke eight hundred. Nice. That's pretty good. Like considering for how short. Oh, okay. Consider. No, because I've had mine for five years now. That's the only reason I have. Oh, that's true. I've only had mine two years. Last in the last (gasps) week, I broke seven hundred because I made it public again. (laughs) And then it auto. Caroline has this thing where she doesn't like to um, promote herself or anything that (laughs) I'm trying to promote. (laughs) I don't like promotion. I. you know, I don't know what it is. But I that's think it's, I think being it's a comedian. No, I, think I it's don't my, like promotion either. But like to, for my, comedy requires self promotion. Venus and Aquarius, where I just like to be real and raw. You also like don't like to submit to shows. I know. I've. I've. Yeah. Is it because you feel proud, or you just don't like? To no, do because I feel like I'm. I don't deserve it, and I feel like asking is like. You feel like it's not is, being humble. Is yeah. I feel like if they'll they'll ask me if they want to, but if I ask, I'm being whiny and like. Yeah, that's how I feel. You know. Like, even when I post about, like, shows that Lucia and I are going to be playing at on, like, my main Instagram, I feel, like... Once you do yeah, it enough, you dirty. get over it. I feel dirty. But really, it, that, it is sort of dirty because it is fully for self-promotion. Like, when you post on Instagram or Facebook, no one's coming to the show. Me? No, Specifically? Not, no, no, any, anyone, you know, it's yeah. like anytime a comic pr- promotes oh, on yeah. Facebook, the reason that it's you to do show it is that to you're doing to, it, to signal to other comedians that you're bookable. Exactly. It's that you're busy um, and I get that and you're in demand. and I'm going to be doing that a few times in the next few weeks, but, oh, wow, um, yeah, um, okay. no, but I agree. I, th- I should, I should, I've heard like just message messaging people is like better than nothing. You know, what do you mean? Like on messenger instead of sending an email. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, Um, how was India? Oh, my gosh, you guys. Well, (laughs) it was... Oh, yeah, you were in a hospital? uh, No, I was at an ashram. It was a hospital connected to an ashram. You described it as an Ayurvedic hospital. It's an Ayurvedic hospital, but it was like staying at a retreat center. It was like... it, It was a hospital, but I was staying at the, like... People go there for panchakarma, which is like a cleansing method. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, so you do. Did you take um, what's it called? Oh, exodive. Yeah, they do like like a ashwagandha or a triple 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 or triphala triphala massage. Is a triphala is like an herb supplement you take? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I so the first six it's like three herbs. It changes. What they do for you changes depending on like what you need, like your constitution. So for PCOS, it basically is you go in their like lifestyle. So is it like is PCOS vata pitta or kapha? Kapha, mm. because Wait, it. What is vata 
So in Ayurveda, um, everybody and like everything is uh, made up of three elements and everybody like their constitution favors certain elements. So like a Vata person is very skinny and like, like I think of Vata as like ADHD. It's like very flighty and like it's the air element, it's air and space. And then Pitta is fire element. So like athletes, leaders, but it's also like aggression and jealousy and, you know, it's like fiery qualities. And then Kapha is earth and earth and water. water. And so a, a coffee person tends to be like overweight or put on weight easily and to be like lazy, but also it's like qualities of someone who's like, tends to be like kind or like think it's of like the Buddha. big eyes, thick yeah. hair, like, like lustrous, l- oily, luxurious. like yeah. oily, like, yeah. but so also like happy mind? kind. I, mean, I, I'm Vada Pitta. But I have some. Oh, you can be a comp. You can yeah. be a combo. Yeah, everyone oh, can be yeah. a combo. It's kind of most ideal people. To be a combo most people. Them, if, one's, if, you're, if one's like out of balance, then yeah. you're like you're. It's like a vada person. But everyone has all three. So Ayurveda addresses the imbalances because everyone has a base constitution that they're born with, like at the moment they're born. But then everybody most people have an imbalance. So like almost everyone has a vata imbalance because like we live in an overstimulating culture, mm-hmm. but to have all three is like, you know, it's so like, what's your combo? I'm Pitta with a little bit of Kapha and PCOS is, uh, like a Kapha imbalance because it, it's like a metabolic syndrome and, it can be helped to like lose weight and stuff. So my first few days there, I was getting like these massages that they like do it with trifla powder and then they put oil on. And then I was like eating a specific diet and then they, and then for three days I was on like, it was consuming like a lot of ghee, mm-hmm. which is they, they use to like, <laughs> to like basically collect the toxins in your body. And then two days of like what I what Panchakarma is famous for, which is oil massage, and they just freaking like lube you up, and then like it's amazing. Is it with ghee? No, it's with like oh. this really good smelling oil. And then the last day, you take <laughs> this ghee like. Do they in, give ghee massages? No, <laughs> but they give you this insane laxative that literally had me pooping for thirty hours. And sounds super pleasant. It was so fun. And <laughs> no, but the, they wanted you to go like at least 15 times. I literally went 1330. Uh, 1330? 1330. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. And then you like, but it was really good. So I like turned off. Well, so the hospital is like connected to the ashram, but I went and I basically, I deleted Instagram. I didn't go on any social media except for WhatsApp to like let family know what was going on. And I did so much journaling and like, because it's a cleansing process, it also like is mentally cleansing, you know, it like brings up a lot of stuff. And I, had the craziest things come up, like just memories that I hadn't fully processed. And it was especially, I love that. It was really cool. Like I felt like it was actually really healing and it helped me like, um, for example, so the like really bad heartbreak I had in college, I had, I, 
I had created this narrative in my head about it that basically like I failed somehow and I've gone over it so many times. So like when it came up, I was like, Lucia, are you really like thinking about this again? Like get over it. But when I journaled about it, I basically journaled through the whole experience. And then at the end I was like, no, I've been interpreting it incorrectly. Like what that represents is the end of a certain period for Mm -hmm. me. And like, it was necessary for that period. end. And like that guy wasn't in any way the guy for me, Mm -hmm. like it just represented, it basically represented like the end of drunk hookups and like that's healthy and like a good thing. And it, I was processing all the stuff that like, (laughs) (laughs) but like I was processing all this stuff that like normally I don't have the time to yeah, journal. Yeah, the clarity of mind. Exactly, the yet. clarity of mind and like the space or like two hours to journal, you know? Mm-hmm. But so it was cool. It was like a lot came up and then just India was really beautiful and like the food is good. And my favorite part is the fashion because Indian women, I mean, like saris are beautiful, but what's cool is like everyone dresses really nice. So like even the women like okay. clean... Okay, but like even the women, she's, like she's she's roasting me right now. I'm roasting, but it's like even like the women like cleaning rooms like wear beautiful saris, and it made me realize like we're, Americans are horrible slobs. Yeah, you're beautiful. You dress fine. Oh, you're beautiful. Too. You're beautiful. You dress well. You're beautiful. You dress fine. Oh, thank you. So it was fun, but I missed the pod. Which brings us back to Meg. Which brings us back to our freaking guest. <laughs> hey, you're the one who asked about India. Meg, are you into like India stuff? I feel like <laughs> yeah. I feel like you, Meg, uh, has fully avoided it because mom and me are into it, and you think it's weird. I don't think it's weird, but I definitely avoid it because you and mom are into it. <laughs> mom, how mom approaches it makes me not want to be into it. I get that. I feel like stop roasting mom. She she knows she loves being mentioned. Yeah. In in my family, it's, it's funny how like trends start and then like one person is really hard into it, but like when someone's really hard into it, like other people drop off. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's why I won't do TM meditation. And I was actually looking into it. I mean, there's not a lot of like actual science, like backup TM meditation, but it's like people like feel like it makes them feel really good. And it's like, I would totally do it. But everyone in our family is way too into it, so I don't want to do it. No one's way too that. into it. Does anyone want anything from Target? What? Do you want anything from Target? Ooh. Hmm. I mean, always, but... Who's going to Target? Aaron. No, that's okay. Ask if they have some pure chocolate without sugar. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, I just th- it frustrates like, me. me it, to do no, that's your thing is you don't like when people I tell hate, you, but yeah. it's to your to a fault where it's things that would be really good for you. Like, you, what's your rising sign? Let me check CoStar. It's probably your Earth sign. That frustrates me because. Uh, <laughs> or are we just gonna start this now? No, because TM is what I think would be so helpful to you, and it's like I definitely think so. But I think mom I and Amparo and Dad have done it. And me. It's like literally everyone in our family. I don't trust anything I have to pay for. Yeah, it's so expensive, right? It is so expensive. They've lowered, but everything is expensive. They have a reason, but it's like a lifetime membership. You pay, first of all, it would be cheap because you're a student. It would be cheap because you're a student. She's Gemini with a Virgo rising. The Virgo is the hands. That's a ruler dream. What is Virgo rising? Well, I guess 
my friend Virgo's very into is perfect for like healthcare and stuff like hospitals. Yes. It's very organized. Um, yeah, and offices in general. But Virgo also has this is like the opposite of Pisces, which is the collective. Like Virgo is very health centered and everything. It's like perfect for you know working in hospitals. And so stuff is like Pisces. That. So is Pisces. Pisces but like, is like Virgo is like healer. Pisces is like healer, but Virgo is almost like better healer because it's more organized about it. Oh yeah, because it's it's you. left <laughs> it's like left brained about it. Yeah. Like where Pisces is Pisces, emotional. Or Pisces Virgo is more di- is like is like doctor. Western medicine. And I feel like Virgo is like doctor. Pisces is yeah. like a good for nurse. Yeah. I although yeah. Pisces I mean, I guess I don't really. I think of Pisces as more like nurse is like occult. a different thing. Occult. I feel like Pisces healing. is more like yeah, like, like a Reiki healer, like a psychic, or something. yeah, yeah. I feel like my keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope you do TM. My friend Dylan I, just learned TM. I think I'll get to it eventually. I just think you guys have to stop telling me to yeah, do it. Yeah, we're not, but we're not, tell, but we don't tell you to do it. We're just like, they've offered to pay for it. I know, and that's enough for me to say no. See, Meg, it's. <laughs> I'm so stubborn. Yeah, but that's not good. I if know. If you're it's having issues, then you need to realize your stubbornness. But we'll move on from this, planting the seed. <laughs> and uh, what else is going on? Um, Meg, Meg's boyfriend's coming this weekend. Meg's boyfriend who looks like an Abercrombie <gasps> model. Meg's boyfriend who... Uh, uh, sorry, Connor King and Eric Scott. Sorry, Connor King and Eric Scott. <laughs> Eric Scott did see your picture and then add her immediately <laughs> on Instagram. Cool. This is making yeah. me really uncomfortable. Right? <laughs> well, well, let's get to that. Meg is a very conventionally hot person, yeah, and I think that has a lot it. to do with your Instagram <laughs> following. I'm not gonna. I'm on private. I don't let people I'm, follow me who don't know. Me. See, that makes people want to follow you even more. That's that's. Mysterious. I also feel like, in some ways, you're more conventionally hot than I am. No, I'm not. Whoa, the tables have <laughs> Meg, turned. I've never seen a bad picture of Meg. You have a warm skin tone. <gasps> you have big, huge blue eyes. You have heart shaped lips. You have a tiny Barbie, tiny Barbie nose. <laughs> and uh, you have like you have a little mouse face though. That's not like, like guys. Conventionally hot. When guys like, are, but I'm not conventionally hot. You are conventionally hot. No, you're conventionally. If two hot. people, if if people were, if someone, if a Playboy editor came in and was like, "Hey, we need someone really quick for the magazine," <laughs> they would immediately walk past me. You're like, <laughs> that's how you judge conventionally hot. You you both are so conventionally hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't you. accept this. I I will forever feel like a monster, and I <laughs> let me live that existence. You know what? We both have. That's not. I feel like the Loch Ness hot. monster. What? Our hairlines. Oh yeah. I'm really worried. Oh, about this my is hairline. not conventionally hot. <laughs> I just ordered. Dad I just ordered this Cell horns. MD. Like it's like it's it's supposed to block the testosterone in your scalp. Really? Yeah, because it's apparently a, a testosterone potter- particle that like causes balding. Really? I, I ordered. Like, look, I'm like balding on this oh, side. Shut up! I have like the biggest hair. Those, Tallest forehead ever. What? Oh, you do not. You have stop. Both of you stop. Are you kidding? Look Caroline, you're. Wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on, but Meg, you have a tiny face, so nothing counts for you. <laughs> okay. Caroline, 
You're, you have a <laughs> tiny forehead. Are you kidding? I no. She has a small That's forehead. Not funny. You have forehead dysmorphia. Stop appropriating our culture. I just, uh, can we talk about how. Here's the thing, though. Put, no, no, no. We're going to settle this right now. Oh Take God, your fingers, forehead. forehead. Put it like over your eyebrows. Like, my forefingers don't even, cover my forehead. It doesn't even touch my hairline. Yes, it guys, this is unhealthy. <laughs> this is exactly what we're trying to combat. This is the so this is the, the pink snake. Carolyn, get your mouth closer to the microphone. Get your mouth closer this to the microphone. Sparkly pink snake. <gasps> Can we do ASMR right now? <gasps> Wait, hold on. Oh my god, I love ASMR. Wait, can we talk about my disastrous bikini line? How I just ordered (laughs) and how I just ordered fur oil for it. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been seeing those ads for fur oil? Beard oil, which which apparently, oh, that might be a good idea. (laughs) Should I order beard oil for my bikini line to heal it? No, fur oil. It's supposed to be like the new woman's oil to help. Razor burn and ingrown hairs. I just have an ingrown you just issue. Need to exfoliate. That sucks. What do you do? It's so bad. I don't do anything. Some. That's well. The issue is it. the ingrowns are so bad that I pluck it, which makes it Ooh, worse. Don't pluck it. But it makes it. But don't then they get it. so don't ingrown. Ev- don't ever pluck it. But then they get. No, don't ever pluck it. The plucking is what has ruined it. Yeah. Don't ever pluck it. Stop. <laughs> it looks like a battlefield. Oh gosh. <laughs> Start sugaring. Wait, you're a Virgo. Yeah. <sighs> You guys, that's why you're such a good duet. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> There's also, a, wait, my brother who's going to use Chicago as a Virgo. Wow. <clears throat> guys, so just, that's there's a Florence in the Machine lyric that I actually wanted to mention at the top of this podcast, but I will do it now. <laughs> How long has this podcast been? We don't We're check. We're just killing time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this Florence and the Machine lyric that was like, trying to get to heaven, found the devil in me. And it really made me think, like when you're trying to uh, get woker, it brings up all your darkness. Yeah. And I feel like that Which just happened. true for you. That just happened with what ha- we just, that. Which one? Uh, we're talking about our hairlines. Uh, I feel like the, it brought out the devil in us. Yeah. Where, I, was be- I was proud of my tall hairline. I'm, I didn't. I was proud of my freakishly large uh, forehead. Remember when I told Alex Dragovich that we have this? It. Yeah. It's like does she, she have a big hairline? She's she got does. Like she a has a tall forehead. forehead. Yeah. yeah. She also, it's a, it's a she's thing. also you know like what? a normal I've, proportioned I've woman. It. It's like, so there's like Chinese, you know, face yeah. eating or whatever. And like a tall, like a large forehead is like yang energy. So oh, I have got like, a lot of yang. It's like energy and it's like mental energy. So it's like good stuff. But like it is, it is. So that's why it's like kind of like, oh, it's masculine because it is kind of masculine. It but is. It, but it's like, it <laughs> like can be think of those ladies with power. tiny foreheads. You know, you uh, like round foreheads. And that's like the b- most auspicious, you know, we have have a, a round, like shining forehead. It's so crazy because I really do have the biggest dysmorphia of my face. Like I feel I like a lake no monster. You like. are not a lake monster. I truly feel like, oh I feel like you the ugliest like person like in the entire pic- world. You don't seem like you feel like it when you send pictures just of yourself wearing like red lipstick like because it's for the red lipstick i'm showing you (laughs) model also Um, lucia has the same thumbs as megan fox which automatically makes her hotter thank you i have a joke about that 
Lucia, you can't do any of your stand-up material anymore. Meg is de- debunking your stand-up routine. Yeah. Meg, it's pissing me News off that you're splash, calling me. My uh, sister's hot it's, and all of her stand-ups a lie. Sorry, yeah. myth busted. Myth Busted. It's pissing me off that you're saying I'm conventionally hot because I'm not. And <laughs> you, Lucia, the government just wants you to think you're not conventionally hot. Meg, stop, stop giving. Stop. Stop. Sorry, she's hot and nice. Okay, sorry. Stop. <laughs> stop. Oh my god, she's hot, smart, and nice. What? <laughs> 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 All right. Well, that's been our pod. <laughs> She's hot, smart, and nice. We need to finish this on less of a toxic note. Do you have any like angel cards or anything? Well, I just want to talk about my attachment style for more. <laughs> Your attachment style? I feel like I really need to heal this, and this is going to be a continued process on the pod. Yeah, we're gonna go through. I'm gonna find a husband to marry. <laughs> See, that's. <laughs> that's kind of a weird way of <laughs> of healing an attachment style of just like <laughs> just just let me sign the paper. <laughs> I don't want to see him. I don't want to know. I just want to get married. And he can't leave. Me. Yeah. <laughs> just with the finances. I'll fall in love too. <gasps> <laughs> what is love? Oh my god. Caroline's She's in a relationship. Hot, smart, nice, and you both are freaking love. in love, and I'm not. <laughs> Just you. I haven't been in love in so long. What is love? <laughs> I feel like you, I love you this part of the crushes with people who are very unavailable. Yeah, who are married. <laughs> I tend to love people who are married. Oh, like, yeah, and I feel like that's just that's just all you need to know right there about your attachment style. Yeah, I usually fall in love with my teachers, doctors, chiropractors, and people who are married. Hmm. Maybe it's just because you like people who are secure. You like the security. It's also probably just like people who you can't have. Yeah. That, I think that first and foremost is, she, yeah, she belongs someone who's unavailable. Which I forget if that goes with avoidant or ambivalent. I can't wait for or, all one the of them, free though, medical advice like, I'm going to get for you as a doctor. One of them, though, is like the trademark is you can want, but you can't have. Ooh. That's what I have. Aw. Hmm. Well, we'll figure it out. We'll we'll get there. We'll have Meg back on the pod. Yeah. By the end of the summer. We'll have Meg back to roast us more. Back to roast us. I don't feel like I've roasted you. No, I'm just roasting you right now. Okay. Um, I love this part of the pod because you know that no one's made it this far. <laughs> so this this part of the pod is really for us. Thanks, Bruce Kesselring. Thank you, Bruce Kesselring, for letting me use your backpack in India. <laughs> Did you use it in India? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. As always, we're sponsored by Zevia. And actually, tonight we weren't sponsored by Lily's Chocolate, but we were sponsored by Dove Chocolate. And actually, I did receive an actual sponsorship by a yoga leggings brand on Instagram. Plug them. I want Um, Oh, crap. Wow. Wait, hold on. You're a sponsored athlete right now. You don't know who sponsors you? It's because it came really out of can you give me leggings? Oh, you, you texted me. Um, I only have 24 hours, so you better tell me. Oh, on your on your wellness. On your... On your wellness. On your wellness. Thanks, On Your Wellness, for sponsoring the Two Non-Geminis podcast. Thank Yay. you so much, On Your Wellness, a wellness brand. <laughs> All your yoga essentials we ship worldwide. Thank you so much for sponsoring me and seeing the potential in me. Um, I won't let you down. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
Goodbye. <laughs>